Hey all you nerds out there, are you looking for more wrestling content or podcasts? Then go on over to Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, Twitter, and SoundCloud. And check out NXT and We with PJ and Brett. These fellow nerds review every single NXT episode and also have their very own wrestling interview series among other fun stuff. So, go check out NXT and We today with PJ and Brett. Also, A-Rock Designs. I want to take a minute to give a quick shout out to A-Rock Designs. That is spelled A-R-O-C-K-K Designs. A-Rock Designs is ran by Ashley Rodriguez. She makes all those cool wrestling cups you see floating around. So, if you want to get your hands on any custom merchandise, hit up Ashley Rodriguez at A-Rock Designs. If you can think it, she can make it. Last but not least, do you love wrestling and do you want to talk more about wrestling? Then head on over to Wrestling Review Society on Facebook. WRS is ran by my good friend Kevin Rodriguez. Kevin interviews your fave pro wrestlers every week and has the most amazing free, that's right, free giveaway. All you have to do is join Wrestling Review Society on Facebook and you could be the next big winner. This week's episode is brought to you by Design by Dunbar. If you need a logo design, flyers, e-commerce, website, or anything at all, go check out Designs by Dunbar at www.facebook.com slash Design by Dunbar. And welcome to episode 44 of What's Up Wrestling, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I am your host, Justin Del Rio, and my guest at this very time is Dustin Flash Weller. This is the speed sensation, Dustin Flash Weller, and you are listening to the Nerds of Wrestling podcast. Dustin, what is going on, my man? How are you doing today? Good. How are you, man? Good, man. Uh, tired, very tired from work. Uh Still trying to get used to the whole norm at my job. Things are very hectic. Yeah, I feel that same thing way over here. The whole world's changed. Yeah, man, it's it's like we gotta get used to it. Like things are not gonna go back to normal anytime soon. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, what do you do for work? Uh, I'm a carpenter. I work go house to house, do like flooring, backsplashes, whatever people need for like necessities and stuff like that. What got you into doing that? Uh, my father did that for most of his life, so, and he used to have his own business, so now I just go around and, you know, whenever I'm not wrestling, I'm just doing that with him and just basically learning from him and just picking up another trade. Nice, and you like doing that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> pretty fun. Now, I work with kids. I'm a preschool teacher, so uh, I'm always, always running around, man, always busy with that stuff, so it's very crazy. Jeez, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I've been doing that for about 10 years, so. Wow. Mm. It's crazy, man. Let's talk about some wrestling, man. Um, have you been keeping up with the current product? Any promotion has been putting out? Uh, I've been, it's been, has been watching like shows like night to night lately, but you know, I watch the highlights once in a while when I can, and you know, I've been keeping my eye on what's out there, definitely. It's very hard to watch a three hour Monday Night Raw with nobody in the audience. Yeah, I feel like any wrestling show without a crowd is definitely hard to watch and especially definitely hard to be a part of, I can imagine. Yeah, I don't know why, but like for some reason, AEW is just doing it differently. I, I, I'm enjoying AEW. Yeah, I feel like they're in some control a little bit more because, you know, they're doing whatever they want to do. And I feel like 
WWE must be doing the same thing, but again, having a crowd and you know, having no crowd must be absolutely challenging for everyone on set. Yeah, and I, I honestly thought when they started doing this back in March, I'm like, oh, this will be until May, the latest, things will be back to normal, and here we are, bro, almost September, and <laughs> it's crazy, it's, it's really crazy. Yeah, there's no there's no predicting what can happen. Like literally anything can happen. Yeah, honestly, and I don't know if you heard. Did you hear what WWE is gonna start doing on Friday? I heard they got some building. I think yes. Yeah, they're gonna be doing um, at the Amway Center in Orlando, and they're gonna mm -hmm. be having virtual fans. That's gonna be definitely. That's gonna definitely be interesting. Yeah, it should. It's it should be pretty cool though. You know, like, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be better than watching it um, where they're doing it at the the PC center. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah. So let's talk about you, man. Um, for you know, for the nerds who are listening, tell tell the nerds a little more about Dustin Flash Weller. If I said that right. Well, yes. Yes. So you did. Um, I've been wrestling for going on about three years now. And I started off at PAPW, which is out of East Haven, Connecticut, ran by Paul Romamaro, Mancini, Big Steve Tracy, and all the other legends that are down there. And, you know, I just got into wrestling when I was younger, and I've just, I found the school there, and I've just, it's just, the, the rest is history. I've just been going with the flow and seeing what happens, and stuff's just been taking off. When you started training, your first time stepping into the ring, it must have felt kind of, you know, unreal. Oh yeah, because of course we're always we always got like anyone that's in wrestling was always a fan at first. So you always have that moment of holy crap, you know I'm here, I'm in a ring, this is pretty cool. And you know, next thing you know, you're doing it in front of fans, and it's you know it's just it's a hell of a ride, it really is. I I've heard a lot about PAPW, and um, I know Paul Rama is a great guy, and you know how was he as a trainer? How was he as a coach? He's absolutely amazing. He's one of the best out there right now. Like, you know, he has the old school style. He's, you know, adapting to the new style and he's getting some of that. And he's just, you know, there's so many new people that come into the school every week and just want to learn because, you know, Paul Rome is one of the best in Connecticut right now. How did you hear about PAPW? Um, I found them online and I was just looking up different wrestling schools in Connecticut because, you know, wrestling schools are definitely not something easy to come up on. So, you know, I was just, I ended up finding some shows before that. I saw they were doing shows in East Haven. So I looked them up and saw if they would had a school or not. And they did. And it was really, it was really interesting. And, you know, I just, I ended up joining. And, you know, it was it's just been, like I said, been a hell of a ride. It's been a lot of fun. When you started training, when did you start training? And how long did it take you, you know, to finish training and start taking bookings? I started training in around November of 2017. Okay. And I, my debut was September of 2018. So I trained for a little over a year before I made my debut at PAPW. And, you know, I definitely wanted to get my feet in the water first. So I wanted to stay at PAPW for a little bit before I took any other bookings. And I started a little bit later in 2018 or like 2019, early in 2019, taking other bookings and, you know, so we're still fresh with it, but now that 2020 is around, you know, everything's definitely changing. But it's slowly getting back up. It yeah, it's slowly getting back yes, up Yeah, for sure, slowly. Um, training for a year must have been an awfully, awfully big commitment. Like, what was that like? What was your mentality like? You, like, you got to keep pushing. What was going through your head? Oh, yeah, because, like, I've 
you know, I've always watched wrestling as, of course, as a fan, but I always had that thought in my mind of, like, I want to do this. This would be pretty cool to pursue and go for. So, you know, as soon as I stepped in, they had trainings. It was Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday morning. We were just, you know, I was there every single day, and, like, from when they opened till they closed. And, you know, I was just in there trying to just, just hone all the skills and just perfect the craft because, you know, you got to go out there. You got to look good for the fans, too. You know, they're there to see some good wrestling. You know, you don't want to put them at fault for anything. Yeah, no, for sure. After you were done training, after you were done training, excuse me, after you were done training, you had your first match. Um, it was at PAPW, correct? Yes, it was. What was going through your head? What kind of match was it? It was just more of an just to, just to throw me because I I knew that I was going to make my debut at their show Diesel Mania at Diesel Mania three I think it was in a, in a rumble, and they have these Friday night alley fights that they run at the training facility in East Haven, and they just hit me up that morning and they were like, hey, we want you know you're going to be doing this alley fight, and I was like, okay, that's pretty cool, whatever. So I handed them, they got the music I needed. I already had my, my gear, so. I think it was a short match. It was maybe like five or six minutes, but, you know, it was still, you know, you're only going to have one debut. So, you know, it's definitely something meaningful because just having my debut, I did what I said I wanted to do. I want to be a pro wrestler. So, you know, and the rest, you just got to, you know, make up your own goals and dreams on your own. Yeah, no, for sure. After that, how long did it take you to, you know, get some more bookings outside of PAPW? Um, I think it was like early 2019 I started doing some other bookings i did a booking at blood sweat and tears wrestling i did test of strength wrestling and i'm still doing um xwa right now which is up in rhode island when they run once in a while so you know it's you know like like we were saying everything's really slow right now but you know it's it's starting back up and you know it's we're just seeing what happens yeah i know for sure and you know i always tell you know everybody you know if you're an independent wrestler up here you know um new england man we got a lot of wrestling it's kind of it's kind of you know overwhelming at some points at sometimes oh yeah for sure there's so many companies out here there's north you got you got new up here you got test of strength papw you got like so many just stuff around yeah, like got, even just not even just in connecticut you got like beyond wrestling yep. you got limit chaotic yeah, you've got so much stuff around just that fans can just go around and watch, and it's, you know, it's really good. It's very cool, though, too, you know. It's very humbling to have all these wrestling, especially, like I said, as a wrestling fan. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, but the best thing is that they're all taking the safety precautions that are needed and all that, et cetera. And, you know, it's, you know, taking it one step at a time, but, you know, it's slowly working out and seeing what happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was it like stepping into a different building outside of PAT, PAPW? your first time as a wrestler it was definitely um it was definitely different for me because i think it was when i went to blood sweat and tears last year and it was you know i didn't because I, I i was a singles competitor so i went up by myself at the time and it was just you know you gotta you, you knew some people because that's why you said there's plenty of wrestling companies around so you knew some of the guys from other companies and you know they knew you and, and so on and so forth but it was cool because, you know, that's that's what we're that's what the wrestlers get into do it. They just want to be able to travel and just go around to wherever you can go. So usually when I go up to XWA, you go up with some other wrestlers just because the, the drive is long enough. But if it's in Connecticut, you know, you can go by yourself. But usually you try to go with other people as many as you can. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of traveling, has there been times where you just went to a show just to hang out and you were booked like last minute? That's actually how I got onto XWA. I just went up there with a friend to go check out the show and just see the environment. And 
when they say always oh, bring your gear as a wrestler mm-hmm. you know it's not you know they don't lie that's true because you know you never know what happens and i guess some guys called out and they said we need some people on and i said i have my gear and you know i'm still wrestling there now so who knows what would happen if i didn't go that one day so what kind of match was it um i think it was just a tag team match just you know just starting to fill time because i think some guys called out or something and you know it's you know it's always just right place right time that's just how wrestling works like you know you never know when you when you when you're gonna work or wrestle or anything yeah uh, speaking of xwa that's actually a question from a fellow nerd on facebook from ben kachiri he wants to know what was it like teaming up with zach gibbs at xwa when you first debuted there it was definitely pretty interesting because zach is also is a friend of mine from papw we trained together ever since i got into it so it was pretty cool having him go up with me and be able to team with him it was i think we teamed like the other two or three times there and it was you know it was a cool experience because i'm mainly a singles competitor so it was pretty nice to get a break and do a little bit of tag wrestling that's great growing up as a small as a young dustin what, what who were some wrestlers you looked up to i got into wrestling a little bit later than most that i got into wrestling if you want to think of the years like around like 2012 Oof. Oof. So, yeah because some people don't know i'm i'm only 18 years old so 18 jesus yeah, I got into wrestling when I was about maybe like nine or ten years old. So like WrestleMania twenty eight, maybe. <laughs> God, I, I feel didn't... old. <laughs> Shit, I was seventeen. Oh jeez. The, like, the reason that I like fell in love with wrestling was when I first started watching it was the whole Rocket Cena feud, and me not knowing anything about wrestling me not knowing anything about any of the wrestlers or any of the guys that are on the show I just saw these two big monsters just going at it coming out every night and just talking on the mic and just wanting to beat the living hell out of each other and then seeing it at Mania and then just watching that whole story build up was what kind of made me go I want to do this this is actually pretty cool so I think now I can say guys that I kind of necessarily like look afterwards with my moves and stuff like i definitely was into the finn balors aj styles um i like a lot of ricochet stuff when he was in the indies i saw him at a few shows a few times so you know you just pick up your moves from guys your size or even things that you think you might be capable of doing so you know i just really get my stuff from anyone actually yeah man i can't get over the fact you got it you're only not you're you're only 18 years old shit i'm like baffled right now you're a baby I literally am. That's all everyone says. Like, I think I made my debut when I was 17, you know, so. Hey, you know, starting young, bro. Good for you, though. You know, good good for you, bro. I wish, you know, I wish I had that mentality when I was 18. Yeah. (laughs) I hear that a lot saying, you know, you're so young. Like, you know, why do you want to do it? I'm just, you know. Always got to start with any career that you might want to do. It's always better to start young. Yeah, that's what, you know, honestly, that's what I did, man. I was 18 when I first started working at um, a preschool, and you know, working with kids, and I'm still doing that now, so. Yeah, so I got, I got a long way to go. You got a long way to go, buddy. Like, like take take your time. Don't rush it. Oh, yeah. That's, don't rush. That's, that's the key point of advice right there. Definitely, you don't want to rush it, especially <laughs> how young people are. You know, yeah, when you first started watching wrestling, you said you started watching wrestling around 2012, you know, WrestleMania 28, um, what was it like watching that? Like, it must have been pretty cool, like, as as a young fan, seeing all that stuff. Yeah, it was, it was definitely really interesting because, you know, my family wasn't, like, I never, like, like, most people, they grew up with watching wrestling. Like, their mom watched it, their dad watched it, you know, everyone watched it. 
my family knew what it was, but, you know, no one was really into it. So I just started watching it with my dad. And, you know, I went to, you know, maybe like one Raw one time and it was just really like, it was just one of the coolest moments of my life just to see these dudes come out and the crowd just go crazy over them and everything. And, you know, I just, I think that whole, like, I think 2012 was the year that I like fell in love with wrestling and wanted to like pursue it as a career. And then all through like freshman, like my freshman year of high school is actually when I started training. Wow. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah, so high school was one of the hardest years for me because I, it was just my mind was everywhere. I think I debuted my sophomore or my junior year, so everything was just as a big whirlwind because I graduated in 2019, so I graduated oh my last year. God, so I'm fresh out of it. And like God, funny I feel, story was, I feel so old right now. <laughs> That's why whenever sometimes like when I go to shows, they, you know, people know me as you know they know me as as flash and then they hear old damn and they're like i wouldn't believe that for in a second if someone told me that i was like you know it's just it's not trying to go and be like oh, i'm 18 but like people are like holy crap you're so freaking young doing this it's not even it's not even the fact like yeah you're 18 but like when you said oh i graduated in 2019 fuck i graduated in 2012 i mean it's still you know still fairly fairly around there not i think once it hits like 15 years that's a long time ago so i still got some time left yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Going um, in high school was definitely a lot of fun because, like, I, my high actually on my high school graduation we had an alley fights at PAPW and I really didn't want to miss it, so I actually wore my gear underneath my cap and gown. And as soon as my name got called, I sat down and I ran outside and I flew up to PAPW and I wrestled a show at alley fights and like. That, that's what showed everyone, and especially like in my family and at school, like how serious I actually was about wrestling. Because you know, I was like, I don't care what's going on in my life. Like, I just want to do this as much as I can. You must have been like the coolest kid in your class, man. Like sophomore year, you had your first match. That must have been pretty cool. I, I I wish I was, but you know, wrestling. Sometimes something that you think is really cool isn't cool to anyone else. <laughs> and I well felt and re- like all wrestling fans and when they went to school they told their friends oh yeah i've been watching this WWE," and then you know you think they're gonna start praising you because it's so cool and then it's the exact opposite and you know because everyone has mixed emotions about professional wrestling oh yeah and that's never gonna change for until the day and like until the day wrestling's over like you know everyone has their mixed emotions about it <laughs> so you know i still walked in put my posters up in the cafeteria and did whatever and you know i just went with it and i did whatever i could and you know i'm still doing it now so yeah i'm running with it where'd you go to high school i went to school up in a common ground in new haven connecticut oh okay oh so, so connecticut. Yeah. nice yeah so it was you know it was definitely a cool experience because you know i don't think i think going through like the whole process of training and the debut through high school was like it was so challenging to keep my focus on school because i already am not the biggest fan of school in general so it really didn't help me in any way, but you know, I got through it. You know, it's just a big motivation just to keep going with wrestling. Yeah, you know, I, I wish I had the same mentality you had in high school. I stopped watching wrestling in high school. You know, I, I went through a phase. I feel like a lot of people go through the same phase where they stop watching just because they don't think it's quote unquote cool enough. And I, I was one of those, and I missed some amazing moments from 2009, 2012. And I, I slap myself in the, I punch myself in the face for that because it, I missed a lot of moments. Yeah, I feel like I just got into it and I was like, some, I wasn't necessarily like, I went out of my phase of wrestling, but I kind of like kept it on the down low because I noticed how uncool it was to other people. 
Right. And you don't want to embarrass yourself saying, oh, you know, I want to be a wrestler. And then, you know, you hear all the jokes and stuff like that. I feel like I feel like if a lot of people had the mindset they do now, like older people especially, like they didn't have in high school, man, they go, damn, if I just if I had this mindset in high school, I'd be so much better. But <laughs> that's not the case. Yeah, like I think when I first started doing XWA or doing more in PAPW after I graduated, like some people were texting me from high school and they were like, wow, you're actually like doing this. So I was like, I wasn't joking. You know, I was serious about it, you know. Like, cause like, I think, I literally think every project I ever did was on wrestling. Like, cause anything I wanted to do was anything around wrestling. Like I literally, I live this, I literally live wrestling, you know, that's all I want to do. So anything I did was always revolved around wrestling and, you know, eventually people got tired of it, but I just, I never really did. And I'm still not. So yeah, you, know, you started watching in 2012, you know, um, I'm assuming you did your homework on like the, the, the past years. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now that I'm, you know, when I first started, I definitely had, to, especially like, you know, having Paul Roma be your trainer, I have to go back and watch all his matches and then seeing all that era and then just watching everything. But, you know, yeah, I'm definitely, now I'm a lot more caught up with all styles of wrestling than I definitely was when I first started. What is your most favorite storyline of all time? Oh, favorite storyline of all time? That's, I, a, that's I, my question. That's a question from yours truly. Okay, well... <laughs> I feel like the only reason that I'm going to say The Rock and John Cena was because of what, because it put the impact on me as wanting to be a pro wrestler. And like me, I don't think, I think if I didn't see that and I just turned on the TV and either saw TNA or, you know, SmackDown or Raw or ECW and it was just a match, I don't think I would have been into it, but I was into the whole, these two monsters are just, they just want to kill each other. And I wanted to know why. And then after seeing it for weeks, then finally WrestleMania coming around, you know, forcing my mom or dad to get the pay-per-view and then I watch it and I'm like, holy crap, <laughs> that was really freaking cool. And then let alone seeing all the other matches that were on the show and then that's what just brought me into this insane world of pro wrestling. So I think the whole feud with The Rock and John Cena definitely like set it off for me. It was just seeing these two larger-than-life superstars just, you know, just kill it in wrestling and that's what they did. Oh yeah, fantastic, fantastic storyline, fantastic build-up. I'm not bashing anybody's, you know, thoughts about the the match. I just wasn't a fan of the match at all. But I love your thought process on that. Um, it just, it 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 was crazy to see all that happen and you know see that match because that was like a year buildup, which was nuts. Oh yeah, yes. And then I think they did another one at 29, 29. for the title. Yep. It just came all back together and it came all back around again. You know? Yes. It was pretty cool for like you know. The, the hardcore wrestling fans, you know, I wasn't really that much of a hardcore wrestling fan because I just got into it, but that's what brought me into, you know, wrestling for real. In my opinion, 29 was a lot better than 28, and a lot of people would disagree. <laughs> Which is okay. It's okay. It's okay to have, you know, your thoughts and opinions on wrestling. It's all good, you know? Yeah. It's all good. So, you have a lot of stuff coming up this week. Um, Any shows coming up at all? Yeah, this Sunday we got Blood, Sweat, and Tears at the Acoustic in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And the 29th, PAPW is running a three-day show. Not a three-day. They're running Alley Fights on August 29th, but they're running three shows in that day. So they're going to be running back-to-back-to-back. I think it's going to be a 12 o'clock, a 3 o'clock, and then a 5 o'clock show. Just so we can diverse the amount of fans and the amount of wrestlers that are in the building, you know, just to have the correct number capacity. And stuff like that. That's August 29th, right? Yep, that, that is August 29th at the PAPW train facility in East Haven. And then, like I said, this Sunday, Blitz, Wet, and Tears in Bridgeport. So, 
you know, wrestling's slowly getting back up there, and, you know, we're going slowly but steady, and, you know, it's looking, it's looking pretty good. Yeah, and I, I've heard a lot about that show coming up, actually, on the 29th. I'm, hopefully, maybe I can, like, make it out there. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a pretty good show because you're going to, I think we got most of the PAPW roster up there because, you know, we've just been, people just, been, people just want to go out there and see some wrestling now. You know, they don't really care what it is, but, you know, we're definitely going to, all the crosses are going to be followed. I think, you know, temperatures will be taken, masks will be required for, oh, everything, yeah. you know. And, so I know the ticket, if, you're, if anyone's interested, you can get your tickets at PAPW.com. I know that for sure. That's sweet. And, yeah, it's definitely going to be a hell of a show. We know, you know, for a lot of people who follow your career, man, and your path in wrestling, we know you have a heated rivalry with a wrestler, fellow wrestler, Lucas Chase. Uh, what's going on, man? Yeah, you know, it all started last year at Blood, Sweat, and Tears when, you know, we went at it for the BST title. And, you know, people bought it. People enjoyed it. So, you know, now that BST is back up and running, we had our first show last Saturday. And it was... Definitely, definitely game changing. It was really, really cool. I think this Sunday we got the contract signed to make it official between me and him because we're going to be having an Iron Man match for the BSC title. I don't know exactly when, but they're trying to they're going to get that up whenever because we got to get the, get it official on the contract first. So that's going to be Sunday. And you know, last Saturday was definitely pretty cool. And you know, it's you know, it's definitely something I'm looking forward to. Definitely something I'm looking forward to. He's got some harsh words to say, but you know, I'm not gonna. Stooped down to that level. I don't know why I need to. <laughs> love it, love it, man. Um, well, I wish you all the best of luck, man, with you and uh, Lucas at, and all the other matches coming up, bro. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Anytime. Hey, this is a lot of fun talking to you, bro. Um, I had a great time on the podcast. Hopefully, I can have you um, on again down the road soon. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd love to. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. But before we sign off, bro, drop some plugs. Where can the Nerves of Wrestling find you? Oh, yeah, for sure. You can find me on Instagram at Real Dustin Waller. That's where I put up most of my content. Facebook, Dustin Waller, and Twitter at Real Flash Waller. There you go, nerds. Be sure to go check out Dustin Waller on all social media. Dustin, thanks again, and uh, stay safe, and hopefully I meet you down uh, at some shows soon. Thank you very much. Definitely hope so. All right, bro. Have a good night. You too. Thanks. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.